Good morning. It's Monday, September 18th. And you know what today is? It's iOS 17 day. Hold on, I'm going to check my phone. Uh, I'm like a little mofo here. Uh, I am doing what they tell you not to do, uh, up trying to update on, on day one. I will update today. iOS 17 looks awesome. I'm bullish for Apple. Uh, in fact, I will, uh, in the newsletter, Morgan Stanley pounds the table on Apple stock. 100% from September 16th, that was two days ago over the weekend, uh, tells you about the Pro Max, which by the way, uh, the I- iPhone Pro Max um, uh, sold out. It sold out on its first day of pre-order. So if you think that demand is down, if you think that they're not selling enough, they raised the prices, they did everything they could to basically get everything that they could. I'm bullish on Apple. Uh, it, it is not up a lot. It is down quite a bit. Uh, look in the algorithm here. It's not a buy yet in the algorithm. Now, the algorithm makes you 39% over uh, two years, whereas buying and holding the stocks makes you, stock makes you 19% over 24.3 months. Your average win is 9.85%. You can see we made 26% all the way from, I think it was March, um, March 6th, all the way until August 4th. That run right there, March 6th to August 4th, just legend. Legend status. You gap down. You're going to fill this gap if you haven't already. It's coming back. It's going to be at 200 at some point in time. Uh, the valuation is crazy on this one, but understand this is my savings account. I'm talking my book. I mean, I'm doing everything that any other douche on the internet does. You talk your book. Uh, Apple, uh, like if you're a part of the paid newsletter, you know 50% of my uh, portfolio is Apple. So uh, I am big on Apple. Uh, we uh, Outside of iOS 17 day, some big news, Ford and GM and Stellantis are still on strike. Uh, there was some good talk over the weekends, um, good talks over the weekend, uh, still not resolved, still shitty companies, uh, still you know, hey, it's going to flounder here. That 200 day at 1285 on Ford, probably going to provide some resistance. But as you get closer to resolving this, this stock should go up. Ford should go up. GM should go up. Uh, Stellantis should go up. Um, you know, you can see GM, that 200 day at 35, going to provide you some resistance. You just had this death cross of the 50 day. Look at what happened the last time. It, it March. It, it had a death cross. And then, in um, you know, it took all the way to June. So you're going to have a few months. Uh, right now, you're just, you're less than a month. So I, I can't imagine that the, this one, the, the 50 day doesn't come back up there. Um, uh, TSM on Friday, which is part of the core portfolio. I have it in the core portfolio. It has been beaten down uh, tremendously. Uh, you had the death cross. And you've got your out of it right now. You bought it in at 92. It's selling at 88. Uh, 88.51. Uh, it's down 0.83%. They said on Friday, they told suppliers to hold off on delivery of chip equipment. So when they're building their foundries, they said hold off on chip equipment. This means there's four stocks. Uh, AMAT, Applied Material, KLAC, ASML, and uh, LRCX, LAM Research. So those four stocks... In my mind, again, the Taiwan Semi is going to order it, but it's just an overreaction. Applied materials down at its 200 day, uh, 138.24. Uh, AMAT, that's AMAT. Uh, KLAC, 
which is KLA Corporation. Again, these are suppliers of chip foundry uh, materials, uh, equipment. They're under their 200-day at 454. They constantly go under their 200-day. They wind up going over their 200-day, KLAC. ASML, uh, what are they going to do? Stop um, the, the, the construction of uh, foundries? No. ASML, it's had its death cross. It's under its 200-day. You're well down on this one. Look at that RSI at 23. Um, LRCX is another one. Uh, this is Lamb Research. They provide, again, if you want to do some uh, some uh, research on these, just go over to Finbiz. But LRCX, you can see um, it hit the 200-day. Hold on one second. Daisy, stop it. Got to yell at the dogs every now and then. She's sitting there crying because all she wants is for Penny to get out of the bed. Those of you with a couple of dogs know. Or, you know, I saw some cute uh, cute videos of a pig who's about 100 pounds and a Yorkie who's like four pounds. And the pig constantly sits on the Yorkie. So that's essentially what I deal with here. Uh, but again, these in my mind are buys. All the chips were hurt uh, and they continue to be hurt by this. So NVIDIA down at 427. Uh, again, 427, it closed at 438. This, this line right here is the start of the gap from the previous earnings. You're not even at the 200-day, which is 405. I'm not buying this one right now. I'm not adding to my position. I'm waiting until we get some confirmation. This one just continues to come down. You can see there's a gap here at 437. It's hit it. It's at 427 right now. So AMD, I was shocked. AMD is uh, under 100. Uh, it's at uh, 101. Uh, 51 is what it closed at. It's at 100. Uh, and Intel, uh, even Intel, uh, INTC, which is trying to become a foundry here in this country, um, they're down, they're at 3789, they're trading at 37, but you can see Intel's just had a crazy good run. Uh, I would expect this one to come back down to 35 at some point, but you know, in our core portfolio, we also have Qualcomm. Uh, NVIDIA and Qualcomm are the two in the core portfolio. They're the two solid ones that I believe it's at 113. Uh, I would expect this gap at 122 to 129 to be filled sometime this year. You also have a gap down here at 106 that needs to be filled. Um, that just kind of got caused, but I would say this 107 is the, the, the support level that you're looking for. It's at 113. So if you buy it today, you're buying it under its 200 day. I think you're okay. Uh, Adobe, after its earnings, they had really good earnings last week on, on Thursday. Um, they, they gave bad guidance. They were down significantly. They're down at 528 right now. Um, you can see it's well over its 200 day. This is a subscription business. I mean, honest to God, this is, you know, some software for, for the internet. Every company subscribes to at least one Adobe product. So, uh, I wouldn't expect this one to be hurt for too long. If we go and we look at a weekly for a long term, you'll see this has just been a monster uh, this year since the October lows. October lows were uh, around 290. It looks like the low was 276. You're 528. So if we go over to Finviz and we took put Adobe in, if they gave soft guidance, it's because they're up 57% year to date. Uh, their target price is 604. They're trading at 528. Uh, their their 52 week high is 570. So I think it's a great company. Their PE is 47. It's a little high, but the forward PE is 29. 
they're making $5.12 billion in income. So you can see upgrade, upgrade, upgrade. Um, they all brought their target price up, Adobe's earnings. They just gave weak guidance. I mean, you know, is this part of the consumer going down? There's no crazy insider transactions that's going on. You can see July, um, EVP sold $1 million worth. Um, the last big one was June 22nd. Uh, the CEO sold $16 million worth at 478, mind you. 478 he sold. So I, I don't think there's anything to worry about there. Uh, Deer, uh, Deer price target with new coverage. Let's, we can see who did that. I just have Deer price target at 486. Um, it's at 412. You know, if you new price target of 486. This is one you don't trade. I think Deer is just one you buy and you kind of hold. It's around that 50-day. And ever since uh, 2021, it's just been hovering around that 50-day. You're under or at the 50-day. I think you're fine buying it. Uh, If we look at Deer, go over to Finviz and we look at Deer and you scroll down, you can see HSBC buy $486 price target. So uh, Visa and MasterCard upgraded with uh, uh, by Wells Fargo, uh, both year to date, up 16, 18%. You can see the uh, reiterated Jeffries buy. The average price target is 278. You're at 241. The 52-week high is 250. You'll get there. That's Visa. MasterCard, same thing. You're up 19% year to date. The PE is a little bit. Um, th- these guys are taking business from fintech. Um, it- it's a- it's a good business. So Visa or Mastercard, if you want it, you can get it. Back to the charts, Devon Energy, which is in our core portfolio, dipped under fifty. It's at fifty dollars and seventy cents. You can see that fifty day um, is just above the two hundred day. The two hundred day is negative, but the fifty day is using that as kind of you know you got this channel here. I think if you buy under 50, you'll get it over 50 at some point in time. In the meantime, while you're waiting on this one, you have a 10% dividend. So the average target price is 60. Uh, I think you get up there to 60. Uh, They said in September, things should start to to turn around. Um, Here's a Martley Fool article from just yesterday. Three dividend stocks to buy before the next rally. I think Devin's just one. Energy is just going to continue to go up. Um, so I, I believe in energy Schwab, uh, let's see Schwab down again because of the news headlines. This was on, uh, this was on Friday. Uh, most of these numbers were really because of the TD Ameritrade acquisition. And here's an article Schwab says America Ameritrade integration drags down client. I think you buy it. Honestly, I, I think you add to it at this price 58, uh, it's trading there in, in pre-market. I think it's a good buy. That article is a good one. Uh, I'll, I'll include that in the newsletter if you want to read it. But I think you buy it under 60, you get it back over 60. Um, the note that I have here, I like this. It's using the 200-day support, but realize there may be better banks to buy out uh, buy here. I think Bank of America, I think Wells Fargo. Bank of America is at 28. You guys know I like this one at 30. Um, Wells Fargo is one that I currently own. Uh, I think that's a $50 stock. I think it's trading. Yeah, it's trading at 42. I think it comes back up here 46 at least. You cover this gap. Um, but if you want to wait for this one to get under 40, you might be under 40 as well. Uh, we're going to check one gap that I know is out there is Oracle. 
I like this to fill the gap. You're trading at 113. Uh, that gap right there is about 10% up. So I, I, I have no doubt in my mind at some point in time, this one comes back. You can see after the earnings, the, the rally on the sell brought it down. You created that gap on earnings. You still got a positive 200 day. You still have a positive 50 day. From long-term perspective, I think you continue to go up. Uh, you can see weekly, that that candle period right there is 10%. It created, it came down to just fill this gap on the weekly. I think you're fine. I think if you buy it here at 113, I think you're looking at one, $120, $130 stock. And Oracle is one. It's got a 1.4% dividend, so it's not horrible. The average target price is 127 and you're 113. Now, as you get towards 127, my, my suggestion would be to sell because you do have a double top and that's going to provide some significant resistance. Uh, I saw this morning, Mara, uh, I said it on Friday, it was under 10. I, I said buy it. It's over 10 right now. Uh, still no confirmation on the algo, but I do like it under 10. Uh, it's tr- It closed at 979. It's above 10 right now. I think it's at $10.40 or something. It's really good. I haven't installed the Weeble um, app. I will install the Weeble app. Um, uh, I'm sorry, the desktop software today. I promise I will install it today. But I, I like Mara going over 10. I like it getting, even though you have this death cross and you don't have confirmation, I think if you buy this under 10, I think you just hold it until it's over 10 and then you decide when you want to sell it. Simple, simple, simple strategy. Uh, Dexcom, we talked about Dexcom. Uh, this is the insulin monitoring for diabetes. Um, the 50 day is starting to turn positive. I think anything close to 100 is a good price here. It's at 96. It took a dump. Shares of diabetes focused healthcare companies fell Friday after Bloomberg reported in the afternoon that Apple has selected a new leader for its team working to develop non-invasive blood sugar monitoring device. Shares of insulate shed 3%, Dexcom sank 3.8%. So understand, here's the thing with Dexcom. Uh, I do like it here to 125. If Apple uh, does have something, uh, and what a non-invasive blood sugar monitoring means is they're going to use your Apple Watch and they're going to monitor your blood sugar. Uh, that's going to be the iWatch 10, the iWatch Ultra. It will be a significant game changer if they are accurately able to, able to monitor that. They've in, they have a patent that came out months ago. And Dexcom fell on just the news of that patent. Um, let's see if we see it. This was the news of the patent right here where it went. Let's see what the percentage is because then we can tell. Uh, we went down, what, 51%? That was the news of the patent right there. Uh, let's see. If we go down, go to the top here and we go down here, uh, you're at 32%. So I I think you may still have some time, but you're under the 200 day on the weekly, on the weekly, on a good company. It is expensive. uh, And if they come out with this, I mean, think of how many people have an Apple watch and who wouldn't want to stick themselves because the Dexcom monitoring is sticking yourself. The PE is 114. The forward PE is 59. The average price target is still 146. I just think you have to wait until you have confirmation on this one. And like I said in the algo, uh, if we run this and we look at my notes, uh, I do think that the 50-day is starting to turn positive. I think anything close to 100 is a good price here. But 
I do think that you wait for uh, confirmation. And you can see this 101 price target there. You started to get it, and then you get this news. And that's a catalyst that's just going to bring it down. Uh, my Weekly Stock Pick. If you are not subscribed to My Weekly Stock Pick, just go to My Weekly Stock. Um, let's see. MyWeeklyStock.Substack.com. Uh, he's got Performance Tracker. You can see it. Year to date, he's flat. It's because he's in the Dow. The Dow isn't doing great. But last year in the down market, he was up 13%. So he's got some new things coming out in his newsletter. Uh, I like the newsletter. It's on Friday. It comes out. His his pick this week is Google. And Google, you can see, I say anything under 130 is a buy. You can see we got a buy here at 133. You, you're basically up here uh, just at 138, 137. I think you're fine buying it here. I, and I've said this. I think this is... This is just one of those stocks that will probably get back to its 50, you know, its all-time high, which is 150. So you just had this run. But the 50-day is bouncing off the 200-day. You've got confirmation above the 9-day. The so if you want to hold this, I think you're fine holding it. But my weekly stock pick, his pick is Google. And go sign up for his newsletter. Tesla is in discussion with the Saudis to set up a plant in Saudi Arabia. It's crazy to think that the leading oil country is now courting a renewable energy company to come and set up shop in their country. Down 1.3%. Remember, uh, the Saudis have a significant investment in Lucid. And Lucid just isn't doing well. Lucid's a $100,000 car. Now, my algorithm, which had you buy in here at 240 doesn't have you out. Uh, I think you're coming to cover this gap down to 249. Uh, I would probably start buying in the 260s. Uh, right now it's at 271. Um, it, the, the market just opened up, so you can see this candle. 271.22, it's down 1%. Um, I would wait until the 260s to get this one. Uh, but my algorithm, for our algorithm, 139% over 24 months versus if you just bought and held the stock, 8.8%. Now, historically, I have traded this stock. I will tell you, that's over two years. But historically, I've traded this stock and it has been the wrong thing to do. From the long-term perspective, it's at 269 now. You're under 270. I think I may buy some. Look at that 50-day. It's not crossing. It seems to, for the last couple of weeks, be using that 200-day as a support. It hasn't done the death cross yet. If we just zoom in a little bit, you can see there's still a little bit of space. Little bit of space there. Not much, but there's a little bit of space. So I, I, I don't think that we're going to get back down to 203. It's extended. If for some reason this week the Fed um, does a raise, maybe you get back down there. But Tesla, I like this stock and I like it here. Uh, you know, under 270, I think you're fine. PayPal downgraded. Uh, I just have downgraded. I don't know by who. We can go in and look. But PayPal is one that I currently own. 6348 uh, is the, the buy in you're trading right now at 6348. Yeah, 6348. So you're, you're right back at the buy. I think you're going to start using this uh, this 200-day as resistance before you start to fill this gap. And there is a bigger gap back here that starts right at 85. You guys know I bought this one thinking that it was going to go to this gap. You got a new CEO. 
I'm in for long. So I bought it here. I think I bought it at about 64, 65, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I bought it, God, I think it was back here, 65. And it could have sold it at 70. It filled that gap. Then it created a gap on the earnings because the CEO, the the old CEO just sucks uh, monkey balls. But let's see who downgraded. We'll go over to Finviz um, because they should have some news. Maybe it's not quite updated. Today, downgrade. Moffitt Nathanson outperformed to market perform. But they gave it a $75 price target. So 75 in my mind is probably where you're getting at. If we get there before the end of the year, I might trim just because that $83 price target is up there. Dash, DoorDash. Uh, I've used DoorDash. I get some really good um, DoorDash deals. So if you haven't installed the app, I think you should because I think it's like 25% markup that they do. So if you go into the store, you can typically get get 25% lower prices than what you see on DoorDash. Um, But they give you 25% off on a regular basis. So I kind of use those and then I order it just because it's easier to order on an app than it is to call up and order. And maybe I'm just a boomer like that, but I hate calling up. I like using it. Well, maybe that's not boomer activity. Um, But Dash was upgraded. If we look at Dash uh, here uh, and we go into Finviz, today upgrade Mizuho, uh, neutral to buy, $105 price target. The average price target is $94. You're trading at 80. And this is one of those stocks that's not making money. It's just going to continue to go up. Uh, Micron, MU, uh, they were upgraded. Uh, Let's look at Micron in Finviz. Uh, Micron, oh, come on. Transpider. Micron right now in the algorithm. It's kind of just got that button hook. It was a buy here at 66.14. You're close to what? Six, seven percent? Somewhere in that neighborhood, 70, uh, $70.59. Micron was today upgraded. Deutsche Bank hold to buy with a $85 price target trading at 70. Good, good uh, coverage there. Arm. Uh, remember, Arm was last week's successful IPO, up 10%, went crazy. You can see on the four-hour algorithm right here, uh, the high was 69, got to almost 70. Uh, this is a four-hour, so you've only got a couple of candles. Uh, right now, it's trading at 57. Uh, let's see. Arm, uh, it was new coverage from Bernstein. Oh, I don't want to subscribe. New coverage from Bernstein, underperformed, $46 price target. This is why I don't buy into IPOs. It's just crazy. The amount that uh, of volatility that you're going to have. We talked a little bit about Apple. I'll, I'll include that um, article from Tip Ranks about Morgan Stanley pounding the pavement. Uh, we're going to go over some uh, some uh, two monster growth stocks. The two monster growth stocks, so you know, are Hubs, HubSpot, and Merco, Mercado Libre, Melly, as I, I like to say. Read this article. I kind of agree with both. Uh, two monster growth stocks up 230% and 337% in five years to buy and hold forever. So if we look at HubSpot, and if you listen to the My First Millions podcast, they are sponsored by HubSpot. Um, I think Sam's company was bought by HubSpot. Um, HubSpot's a, turned into a, a customer relationship manager. It's not just a newsletter kind of thing or, or you know, stats. It's a full-on customer relationship manager. And what I like about this is it's pulled back to its 200-day. Now, the algorithm does not work on this one. So you lose 58% versus uh, losing 27% 
over two years. If we look at a weekly on this one, um, do, 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 come on, transpire. Uh, you can see the weekly, we just had the golden cross. So I think the article comes at the right time. Uh, I, I don't know enough about this company to say, hey, buy it under 500 and you can absolutely sell over 500. But you can see this one, it's, it's all-time high was 833, 853 it looks like. Um, yeah, 853. Back here in November 2021, this is one of those that just got in before the Fed started raising. Then once the Fed started raising, it just crashed. It may crash down to 272. If you bought this at the October lows, um, down here at 245, you've doubled your money. You've doubled your money in one year. That's really, really good. So I, I do think HubSpot is probably expensive. Let's see. Are they making money? Um, the other one, Melly, I've gone over before. Yeah, these guys are losing money. The forward PE is 79, so it is super expensive. The target price is 593. Um, September. Citigroup initiated with a $695 price target. HubSpot's good. I mean, yeah, you're going to lose a lot. You know, you're going to have some volatility in this one. But HubSpot is a good stock. Uh, So we're going to take that one off the table. I will include that in the newsletter. Another one that I'm going to include in the newsletter, Apple and Microsoft in the $2 trillion trillion club. Who else is going to join them? Um, Well, there's two, two, two ones that they think. Amazon and Meta. That's what's in this article. And Amazon and Meta, uh, they're both in the core portfolio. So they're both stocks that I currently own and I believe in. Amazon, I've said anything under 140. I was pounding the table back here under 100. Absolutely buy this one. It's crazy. They have a cost problem, not a demand problem. Uh, These guys, it's at 141 right now. I think you buy it under 140. I think you're okay. And if we take a look at a weekly on this one, you'll see this chart. We're we're just back at the 200-day. You've got your confirmation above the 200-day on the weekly. The 50-day starting to turn. I don't think you're too late in getting in this one. I just kind of wait until you're under 140. But I like this one uh, particularly. I, I really like this one of 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 a lot of the the top five texts, uh, the grade eight. I think this one's a really really good one to buy. Meta. Buy it under 300. It was under 300 this morning. Uh, it got up to what? Last week about uh, 312, 320, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, it'll be back. I mean, you take a look at a weekly on this one. This one's just gotten to its 200 day. Uh, just confirmation over. The 50 day is still positive. It's about to make a golden cross. And you know what? The, 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 the all-time high is close to 400 on this one. So I, I think you may be going back to 400 on this one. They just print money. Just print money. Uh, so Morgan Stanley, that one's the one on Apple. Uh, we're going to close that one. This is the one on uh, uh, Meta and Amazon. The next one, Intel Broadcam uh, and Applied Materials. They plunged. They plunged on Friday. This tells you why. And this tells you why they are a buy. I, I went over it. Broadcom Applied Materials and, and Intel. I'll include this article in the newsletter. Is it too late to buy NVIDIA stock? Let's take a look at NVIDIA. It's in the core portfolio. You're at 429. It's down 2.26%. You do not have confirmation right now. Um, so I'd be very careful of buying a stock that just doesn't have confirmation. I'd rather miss the first 10% and gain the next 4 or 5% 
than to bet on a stock that is currently sliding. And this stock is currently sliding. The 200-day is at 405. That is your next level of support. I don't see another level of support. 405 is your next level of support. As people start to sell this one, you're not seeing any support. Now, the good news is your RSI is at 31. Could go lower. We've seen it in the 20s before. Here in August, it was at 28. August 11th of uh, this year, it was at 28. Stock was at 404. So I think you wait until this one gets down towards this 200 day. I think if you want to add, I've been adding to this one on the way down. I have no doubt in my mind it will get back up to the 450, 460 mark. Uh, I sold at 505, if you remember, uh, in my retirement account. I took advantage of that. I will buy significantly more at a lower price. I, I this this company will continue to to just you know print money in the short term. Where you're going to see it really crash is when they don't have pricing power because AMD has a a, a, a chip or Intel has. I mean, Intel probably doesn't have a chip. Apple may have a chip for AI. Google may have a chip for AI. I mean that that's when you're going to see it. So. so is it too late to buy NVIDIA stock? Take a look at this article. It'll be in the newsletter. One overlooked tech giant getting an AI boost. Why it's dividend stock investor buy. What's that stock? Cisco. It's one of the big tech companies that constantly gets overlooked. And, and the gains this year have been really, really good. It's on a slide right now. You can see we bought back here in July. 8% gain, but you probably should have gotten out with more once you lost confirmation. You got a gap here between 53 and 54. You're trading right now at 56. I wouldn't buy it until you gain confirmation or the algorithm tells you. The MACD is currently in a slide. It may be turning up. Don't know. The RSI is coming off a 37 number, so it may be timed, you know, might be just a little bit oversold, but Cisco is a very, very good company. If we go to Finviz and look at this one, they are making uh, $12 billion. So their PE is 18 for a tech company. Not crazy. Year to date, they're up 17%. That may seem like nothing compared to Apple, compared to Amazon, compared to those guys, you know, NVIDIA that's up 100%. But you know what? This is a mainstay. These guys just make chips and make uh, technology equipment that everybody buys and it's still in demand. So they're up 17%. Average target price, 57. You're trading at 56. So it might might just be a little bit extended. So take your time in buying this one. But I do think while you buy it, it's a 2.78% dividend. I like it. So let's close that one. That one's going to be in the newsletter as well. Two super stocks to set to join Apple and Microsoft in the $1 trillion uh, club. This one is Berkshire Hathaway and Meta. This is the second mention of Meta. Remember, it was AI, was Amazon and Meta. This is the second mention of Meta. But Berkshire, uh, BRK.B, you don't want to buy by, you can buy A, BRK.A, but BRK.B is the one that's a little bit more likely for you to uh, kind of buy. You can see the RSI is high. It's a little bit extended to buy it here at 369. Uh, 355 was the, the entry point. I would wait to have some type of, uh, you know, whatever your system is to trade. The, the algorithm doesn't work on this. You buy it and then you hold it. 
you know, you look for an, a good, decent entry point with the algorithm. 18, 18% over two years is what the algorithm gets you. But if you buy and hold, it's 33%. If you take a look at a weekly on this one, uh, Warren Buffett, Charlie Munger, and those guys just manage their business incredibly well. And during a time when, when the market is up, these guys are going to be up. You know, I, I bought Oxy. Oxy is a good example. They started buying Oxy in the 50s. I started buying Oxy in the 50s. Uh, it's at 66 right now. You know, it's come back. They're long-term investors. But this article puts it into perspective. BRKB and uh, Meta set to join the $1 trillion club. Next article is a newsletter, Stock Market Nerd. If you are not uh, on Stock Market Nerd's uh, website or email list, you're missing out. This guy, Bradley Freeman, does a phenomenal job of analysis. Now, it's long. This is just Disney. This is just his reason for adding positions on Disney. If you go to Savvy Trader, uh, you can follow my two portfolios, but you can see my three uh, subscriptions, Jordan's, uh, Bradley Freeman, and Trader Nate. Trader Nate has a, call, a covered call strategy. I've been trying to get into covered calls. I've read a few articles this weekend about it. I, the more and more I, I read about covered calls, because I'm a buy and hold investor, I should probably be doing covered calls. It makes sense, um, selling covered calls. So I, I, I like that strategy. Those are the three. This is Stock Market Nerd's portfolio. This is Bradley Freeman. And if we go over the history here, uh, you can see he just started. Purchased 11% more Disney at $80. It's now 3% of his portfolio. Uh, he purchased 12% at $85. It's now 3% of his portfolio. He's slowly building in his Disney. And this newsletter, this newsletter that he put out is the reason. And he gives solid fundamental reasons why. So I, I think you should absolutely follow him. Read this article. I will include a link to that in the newsletter. Um... This one is interesting, and I'm not a member, so you're going to have to put up with that. I don't know if I can read this, see the original version of this story. Um, has it become easier to beat the market? This is a great uh, article. Oh, what I can't. Oh, it wants me to come. come. I think I've read. I, I think you can get it for free. I will include it in the newsletter. 57% of actively managed mutual funds and ETFs beat their benchmarks in the first half of 2023. So understand that most actively managed uh, funds, like even the ARK funds, um, manage to an index. Might be the S&P, might be the IWM, the small and mid cap. Uh, it might be the Dow. It might be the NASDAQ. Uh, I don't know too many people who are trying to beat the NASDAQ because the NASDAQ over the past 20 years has just unbelievable percentage. But has it become easier? to? This is what we all try and do. If you're picking individual stocks, this is what you try and do. If you're not picking individual stocks, then just buy VOO. I mean, that's essentially, it's an S&P tracking funder. I, I like a, a VOO. I own VOO. I have a, a percentage of VOO in my uh, my portfolio. Uh, we talked about Schwab and why we uh, why the Ameritrade integration is bringing them down. I like that one. Now, um, TrendSpider sent out an interesting email to me about learning about the platform and stuff. And they sent this video. This is uh, from two years ago. It's Dan Ushman, who's the CEO, who's fantastic, by the way. It's a little bit older look at TrendSpider. Uh, but this is the guided system tour. Uh, they do have a, let's go to TrendSpider and see what their sale is. Um, 
Let's go plans and pricing. I think the summer sale is still on for one more day. Yep. Offer extended for 15 hours, $507. So if you want my algorithm, the, the reason to sign up through me is I give you an algorithm. Uh, two of them, I give you watch list. I give you everything that you want. Um, I give you all of that stuff. Plus, I help guide you through the podcast and stuff like that. You can trade kind of with me. It's $507 for the year. So it's not a minor. I just paid $435, I think, for the NFL Sunday ticket. Uh, but it's $507. For me, again, if your system uh, requires you to be a technical trader, uh, meaning the the charts, then I, I don't think there's a better one than TrendSpider. And, and honestly, Dan takes you through TrendSpider. It's two years old, so there are significantly more um, benefits to TrendSpider. They constantly add to it. And some of these things may be different. Uh, if you go to my uh, TrendSpider uh, channel, I have on the front page... I have, um, the, it'll be right here. There's a video with myself and David from TrendSpider going over it. But um, I'll include a, a little message from TrendSpider in the newsletter. Um, I, I Again, I can't, can't tout them enough, but $507. What $507, it, the, the price of uh, TrendSpider, first off, it's tax deductible for me because I am a trader. Uh, second thing is it not only makes me money, meaning that I can see it on the upside, Meaning, look, let's just look at Apple uh, for a good example, because Apple uh, is a great example of how it was extended up here at 196. Anytime you get to a 200 handle, it's going to provide some resistance. Plus, Apple was uh, bound to come down. Look at that run. And it was bound to come down. So when the algorithm told me, hey, take your 20% profit uh, after earnings, I trimmed. Not a lot. You know, I still hold a significant position in Apple, but I trimmed and I trimmed in my IRA. It saved me well over $500. So not only do you make $500 on the way up, but the $500 it saves you is, is when it tells you to get out. So that's the benefit of TrendSpider. If you don't have TrendSpider, I would suggest looking into it. If you don't have Trend, if you don't want to spend the $500, I would suggest getting Weeble. Weeble, there's a link. If you go over to my uh, link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash daily stock pick, the, the link for TrendSpider is up top. Remember, you have to follow my link and then you have to email me for TrendSpider because I do have to send you the welcome letter with all the links. But you can join Weeble. Weeble has free desktop software. I promise I will install it on this computer tomorrow. I don't think it takes up as much uh, memory as Active Trader Pro does. So I should be able to show it here on the screen as well. Uh, but that's that's essentially this, uh, TrendSpider and Weeble. One of these two programs to try and learn charting. Uh, if you want to sign up for my newsletter, it's right here. Save $20 off your first month of phone service uh, with Visible. If you're thinking about getting a Tesla, I have my Tesla referral code right here. Um, you can see, hey, it tells you Gary's referral. <laughs> so uh, look right there. Um the Savvy Trader links are right here. You can sign up for Savvy Trader. If you want to gift me with any Venmo, um, uh, PayPal, or Cash App, you can do that here. All of the social links. When you get a TrendSpider, the email link is right here. It'll open up an email. It goes to dailystockpick3 at gmail.com. Uh, so, and for those of you with TrendSpider, I will include a new uh, 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 scanner. This is an EMA scanner. It scans the uh, the 50-day uh, within 1% of the 
of the uh, the 200 day. So it's an EMA. It's not an SMA. So it, it, it should react faster. Uh, it is, we'll go over to market scanner. I've got it here. Uh, here it is. And I've got it set up for the core portfolio. And what are we seeing on the core portfolio? Well, we see four of them. Um, come on. Uh, two of them in particular I have written in my notes. Uh, but there we go. We see UNH, uh, Simon Property Group, Goldman Sachs, and Pepsi. UNH, you can see, uh, you know, again, this is just the 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 two the fifty day is within two hundred within one percent of the two hundred day. What you're seeing here is the potential of a golden cross, which a golden cross is a bullish move of the fifty day over the uh, the the two hundred day. Typically means the stock will be moving up in a bullish fashion. So you can see on UNH it does that. This is where the the this scanner is great. Simon Property Group, another bullish move. It already moved up, but the 50 days coming down. I'd probably wait a little bit, but at some point in time you'll cover this gap between 120 and 124. So if you want to buy it here, I don't think Simon Property Group is a bad one. And the reason is because if you buy it and it winds up going down, you still have a 6.58% dividend yield. Year to date, this one's up 16%. So your next uh, catalyst is the earnings on October 30th. So between now and then, if we get a, a rating, a rate, um, a halt, I think you'll see this one pop because they'll say, ooh, the consumer doesn't have to deal with uh, prices again. The ones I really like, uh, well, the one I really like is Goldman Sachs. And this this is an interesting one because it's already had a move from 323 to 340. You're seeing it pull back a little today. It's down 0.5%. I like this one because the 50-day is starting to move positive. Yes, the 200-day is moving negative. But if you get that golden cross... I think you could come here up here to 360. This is an interesting one because it has been beaten down. Look back here. The RSI was at 32. It's coming off that. It was all the way down at 320. You're at 340. You got to what? Uh, High was 346. You almost got 10% out of this one. So I, I do like this one. I like this scan. If you want it, I'll include the link in the newsletter. Uh, if you sign up for TrendSpider, I will give you this. I will give you the the daily scan that I do every morning, which I'm going to go over in the next uh, round. I will give you a 65-minute scanner that scans the, co- uh, the core portfolio and says, which ones should I currently trade uh, in, in, in the core portfolio? So it scans the, the core portfolio and it says, okay, which stocks are currently a buy within the 65-minute algorithm? simple. It just says, okay, they're within a buy. doesn't tell you that, you know, it was the last candle or something, but I really like it. So, uh, yeah, that, that scanner will be in the newsletter. Now let's go back to scans. Uh, we're going to go back to the strategy tester and we will go over here. Uh, I have a few and some might be a little bit risky, but we'll kind of, and some might be, you know, Hey, don't buy it at all. But Cleveland cliffs, this is one, the, 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 uh, the algorithm on Cleveland Cliffs. Oh, I don't want Goldman Sachs, Cleveland Cliffs. Cleveland Cliffs, uh, it makes you, it loses you 17%, but if you bought and held, it loses you 35%. Now, the scan is at 1450. Uh, it's at 1411 right now. The CEO bought a bunch at 15. We know 15 is, is where it's probably going to go. 
that's one that that came up. If you want to buy, I, I own it like an 18 or 19. I think it's $20 stock. They're looking to take over U.S. Steel, which is the symbol X. Uh, they've offered $35 a share. Haven't heard much about that one, but much ado about nothing right now. Maybe it'll heat up. Uh, SCO. SEO had a cross up here at 1627. It's trading at 1626. This is a triple levered ETF against oil. Don't buy it. Don't buy it. I, I think oil's going up. You can see ever since June, this one has been going down. Now, the inverse of this is UCO. SEO is for short oil. UCO is for up oil. It's bullish. UCO since June has been going up. You see this buy right here at 23, June 30th? Yeah, it's at 36 right now. Got you out with a 24% gain. Got you back in at $30.46. I personally probably just would have held. I mean, oil, at some point in time, if you can find it under the 200-day, this UCO, I think it winds up getting back over the 200-day as long as oil's not super bullish. But, but you know, SEO, maybe a buy because we are at $90 for, for crude oil. If you want to know the price of crude oil, Go back to uh, Finviz and just go to the home and scroll down to the bottom. In the bottom left, you see crude oil is at $90.73. It's up 0.79. So natural gas is up 0.87 at 266. I think that's too low. I would tra- you know, trade both. But remember, all of these, Boyle, KOLD, um, SEO, UCO, they are all a decaying assets. These are not ones where you invest They are decaying assets. You don't want to invest in these. You want to trade these. So uh, Boyle is up 1.2% at 55.28. I think it's a $70 stock, so I think you're fine. Uh, But I am not putting money into it because I am not investing in these. VNQ is a uh, Vanguard. Um, This one is real estate. It has a bullish move, 81.71, trading at 81.14. VNQ, if you believe in a... believe in real estate, uh, QDEL, which is a, uh, this is a company that does COVID testing. I think it does home kits of all kinds of testing. I learned about it through COVID testing. It's an interesting one. Uh, I think most of what COVID is, is kind of a race to the bottom. So their margins are kind of squeezed. I don't think that it's making money. Let me see what Finviz says on this one. Cause it's been a while since I looked it up. They are making money. 45, 45 million bucks. PE's high at 112. If you've got, you know, government's not buying a bunch of tests anymore, but December 12th, 2022, upgrade. Average price target at 118. It's trading at 73. I would take that with a grain of salt because it hasn't been covered in a while. Uh, One that has been covered uh, recently and has been uh, hugely discussed is uh, VinFast VFS. This is a SPAC uh, of a Korean uh, EV company. Uh, they had a bullish move on this one. The algorithm 1758, you're at 1732. I would be careful. While it's got this cross up, I would trade it on significantly uh, smaller candles like the 65-minute algorithm. The 65-minute algorithm, if you back test it, uh, you make 462% versus 76% with just buying and holding. That's because this 65-minute got you this huge 264% gain. Now, the 65-minute has you in at, let's see, 1650 and you're at 1724. So 
the the 65 minute on this one works really well. Uh, I think uh, even on um, what Mullen, uh, let's see Mullen, M U L N. I think Joe's the one who trades Mullen on the 65 minute. Uh, Mullen's got had a move, you know, since September 11th, 46 cents. You're at 66 cents. The 65 minute on Mullen has you in at 65, um, 65 cents. You're at 66 cents, but I mean, it, it does well, the algorithm. It loses you 27%. You've lost 99% if you bought, um, what, eight months ago on the 65-minute. So be careful about trading on the 65-minute. Make sure that the stock makes sense for you to trade. Something like Mullen is not something that you trade. VFS, it's overvalued. It's an EV company. They are far from making money. So be careful with that one. Next one, uh, Marriott. Uh, if you've been at hotels, you know they're charging you more. I've been at hotels where they charge you a resort fee. So you order this nice hotel on uh, hotels.com. You get to the hotel, and then there's a $50 a day uh, resort fee. <laughs> yeah, that, it's crazy what hotels are able to do. But $204 is the buy right there. Got you right out. Uh, it's got another move up. Uh, I would say at 202 it's a bit extended. I mean, let's look at Marriott here. Uh, I think it's a very, very well-run company. The PE is 22. It's a little bit high if we go to lodging and look. Year-to-date, you're up 36%. The average target price is 207. Your 52-week high is 210, so you're buying at the top. Um, If we just look at lodging and we go to the PE uh, and we look at this, um, where's Marriott? There it is, number four, 2288. It's a bit high, not crazy high, but it's a bit high. Um, you can see choice hotels, 22. I mean, it's right in line, but I, I, I wouldn't invest in this one. It just has a nice move. One that is beaten down that I think has an opportunity is Nike. Nike is a Dow, uh, Dow stock. It has been crazy. 98.15 was the buy. Um, I think it's got another, it's the MACD is just floating and, and the, the, the algorithm is based on MACD. So when it's floating like this, it kind of gives you a bunch of buy signals and stuff. Their earnings are coming out September 28th, so 10 days from now. Um, they may have gotten rid of their inventory issues. They may see a pickup in China, uh, China, as Trump says, China, <laughs> uh, they may see some overseas cost cutting that, that has been good. Who knows? When you look at a weekly uh, of this stock, it, it is a bit, by the way, extended. It's ex- expensive. Um, but when you look at a weekly of this one, I mean, the last time it traded down below the 200-day was October. It, it went all the way from 87 to 120. I mean, you are in this descending uh, triangle right there. When you look at uh, long-term, this one doesn't trade under the 200-day very often. But like I was showing someone this weekend, um, you know, I was looking at a, a long term of Apple uh, and I said, you know, Apple long term, it looks like it's been a great stock. Uh, I mean, it, we're going to look at monthly on this one. You know what? I'm going to look at quarterly because I want I want to look at, at a long term. Uh, this stock, this has been my savings account. And, and since 2003, you can see it's traded above the nine day, above the 21 day. It dipped down here in 2008 during the, uh, the housing crisis. But look at that MACD, that rise up. Well, at some point, that rise up probably needs to come down. And again, this is a quarterly. If we were to take a look at this, um, I'm going to get out of that. 
let's just take a look. Uh, another stock, and and I went over this weekend um, my journey of buying stocks, and one stock went. One of the first stocks I actually bought was GE, because my parents said GE is a company, good company, good earnings, good management, and good products. And you can see I started trading in 1986, so 15 bucks. You can see uh, my GE should have been part of my core portfolio. Absolutely. Well, in 2000 with the dot bomb, you got to 116. You haven't gotten back up there. I mean, that that's 116. Look at this. Seven years. And, and, and it took you seven years to even get 50% back. Then uh, from during the housing crisis, this thing lost uh, a, a ton and it still hasn't gotten back. Is Apple the new GE? You can see. Look at that. Look at that MACD up there. Well, quarterly, is it going to come down? Again, good company, good products, good management, good sustained earnings. There's a little bit of a difference here, but that's where I look at that one. Uh, one final uh, strat- uh, cross-up that I want to show is Fastly. And let's take a look at that one. Uh, we'll look at fast FAST. And the reason I'm bringing this one up is, uh, somebody told me that I mentioned this is an AI company, but it's not an AI company. It's a software as a service company. I believe, let me look. In fact, uh, let's see fast. Uh, they are a industrial industrial distribution, fast and all company. Um, they engage in wholesale distribution of industrial and construction supplies in the United States. Um, is fast? No, you know what? FS fast isn't what I was thinking of. I don't care about this one. Fastly is FSLY. I messed up, and I don't think that do they have a cross up? They're not, and they're losing 165 million bucks. This one has, is is one of the high fly. I mean, it's up to date, year to date, it's up 145 uh, percent. But fastly, I don't think it has cross up. Not yet. Not yet, but it's in my uh, in my core portfolio in my uh, watch list. Uh, but I think my friend sold around twenty four. I think around twenty three, maybe twenty two. Definitely got out, so hopefully got out. But it's been just in a fall. It'll probably come down here. I mean, you got gaps all the low. But fast is an industrial. It kind of has a cross up here. I messed up. I thought it was ooh. I thought it was a good one. It's not a good one. I mean, it's under its 200-day. If you want to buy it at 54, I think you probably have 56 in the tank here. But uh, the the algorithm loses you 29% over two years. You make 3% buying and holding. Because it's an industrial, it doesn't really make sense to trade this one if you wanted to get into it. I made a mistake. I'm going to take that out of my uh, scans. So uh, the podcast listeners get something exclusive. Uh, fast, <laughs> but it's not really that exclusive. So uh, I am done. I have gone on long enough. Dogs crying. They want me out and back out. You'll see the newsletter right here. Um, sign up. DailyStockPick.substack.com. I got the, the uh, if you want any of the links right here, it's a link tree. I'll be back tomorrow. I am heading out. I do have a call today with uh, Seeking Alpha. So tomorrow you may hear me being a uh, Seeking Alpha affiliate. Uh, I like them. I, I've been using them for a little bit. I like the service. So wait for a link. I'll have a special offer. Okay, take care. Okay.